Hello and welcome to the sixth season of Mindfulness Music and More with me, Shalini Bala Lucas, and my co host, Mugambi Nthiga. If you want an hour of chat, chewing the fat, and some fabulous tunes, then you're in the right place. Oh my God, that was such a cheesy intro, but hey, that's what it is at the moment. Um, Mugambi's not in the studio yet. He's on his way. So hopefully we will catch him towards the end of this show. But today in the studio, I have somebody who is... Well, she's a celebrity. The minute she walked in, everybody (laughs) wanted photographs with her. And I'm like, people, we have a show to do. Um, I love the fact that she calls herself the millennial mentor because I've just celebrated my 48th birthday, which makes me a Gen X. (laughs) Um, And so I was just like, what's Gen X? Thankfully, I'm not a baby boomer. That would be be awful. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about awful, but yeah. So interesting, baby boomer, Gen Gen X, Gen Y, which is millennials, Mm. Gen Z and Gen A. So talking about all this, our guest today is in a completely different generation. She is known as the millennial mentor. If you don't know who I'm talking about already, where have you been? She is very, very into tackling issues around mental health, especially in the workplace. She's a journalist, a podcaster, a thought leader, a content creator. I mean, she does so much. And during her career that has spanned over 15 years, she's worked both on radio and TV, most recently at the BBC, where she covered stories centered on the human experience. She describes herself, and I agree completely with this, as smart, curious, funny. Shira Murioki, welcome to Mindfulness Music uh, and More. Shalini, thank you so much for having me. You've It's been a while. I've been wanting to get you on and yes, been something and then, or the other. Yes, as, as stuff just, we've had this conversation, I think, since June. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. And then we stopped for a while recording. Yeah. We took a break. Um, yeah. And so you're our first guest on season six. So welcome. Season six. Congratulations, Shalini. Thank you. Well it's done. It's a bit insane. I know. It, yeah. sounds, it sounds. And and we've, yeah, we've had a lot of shows. We've had up to 1.5 million downloads on SoundCloud. So we're doing amazing. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Well so done. Really cool. I love that for you. <laughs> so so you turned 41 this June. I, this, was this it April? April? Yes. And um, you're still considered a millennial, of course, mm-hmm. because you were born in the 80s, early yes, 80s. Early 80s, yeah. What does it mean to you to be a millennial mentor? Um, one of the things that I realize about um, the generation starting from millennials kind of going down Gen Z as well. I'm not sure about Gen Alpha. They're still Oh, yeah, young. yeah. That's the next. Those, yeah. those, those are now the babies right now. <laughs> but one thing I realize about millennials and Gen Z is that we really became of age during the technological age. Yes. Right. And we also be, uh, came of age in a time when there was a lot more equality in the workplaces. So both our mothers and fathers were working. Yes. And we were essentially raised by television and by the internet and essentially raised ourselves because our parents were out there trying to make lives for us. Almost like latchkey kids. You exactly. Had, you were letting yourself into the house and stuff like that. That exactly. kind of, yeah. Okay. So then I realized um, as we got older that the conversations that used to be had in previous generations, and I feel like I, I could also put younger Gen Xs into this as well. Okay. Because again, that there are people who are my age that identify a bit more with Gen X than okay. with, with, you know, millennials. Yeah. There's an overlap, really, there, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I realized that, you know, certain conversations, the whole it takes a village, that's, that was kind of lost. 
um, in our generation as well because people are all about like I need to make this money I need to raise my kids I need to like that sense of community wasn't there anymore and so I realized that stuff that you'd think would be common knowledge really isn't yes and so i realized that maybe these conversations need to start being had i when i call myself the millennial mentor i'm not in any way shape or form you know putting myself out there as an expert i'm not i'm also learning as i go and i know this is shocking to hear a woman in her 40s saying yo i don't have this figured out because it's true no no no, i get it yeah. i'm 48 <laughs> and i'm still like what the hell is happening yeah sometimes. sometimes you look out you wake up in the morning and you think about all the things that need to get done for you to to be able to meet your financial obligations and you're like listen can do you have a rich uncle <laughs> can, someone, <laughs> can someone hook me up with a rich single uncle but then yeah that's when now you realize that these that we need to f- create a new kind of community okay that is also rooted in the world that we live in yeah and so that's why like i d- decided let's let me lead these conversations let's have these conversations and especially when it comes to the workplace yeah um you know, I I got a lot of mentorship when I was a lot younger that I feel now looking back now could have been better in the sense that we were encouraged all those years ago because I, my, I got my first job um, about 18 years ago, right? So how old were you? So that was young. I was in my early 20s. Yeah. Like I was a baby. And, you know, when you see things that aren't right or you're not treated very well in the workplace, you're just told to sit down and take it and put yes. your head down and work. But that's changed over time. And that's time. completely changed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, these Gen Zs are not about, they will not be taking your nonsense. No. Like they will quit on you and they will go. Yeah, it's very much a transient. Like this, when we used to think, and I think the generation before us was very much, this is a job for life. Exactly. Now, I don't think anybody even thinks of what a job for life yeah. is. So, And especially if you think about it, how many people do you know that have been at the same job for more than I 10 years? Yeah. You know, that it's quite rare yeah. now. And so, um, given, and I like the word that you've used, the transient n- nature of things now, I feel like when it comes to workplace, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to mental health, I feel like these conversations need to start being had in a holistic and more community-based manner yeah. rather than having people up on soapboxes talking down to people. Absolutely. And that's when I be, decided to become the millennial mentor. So as that that place of you've given you've got a platform to speak because you have a great following. Yeah. What kind of things are you seeing that that particular generation and the next generation are really facing uh overall? What kind of I know we're talking mental health is a big thing. Right. What kind of things are you seeing them come to you again and again with? Um, yeah, for sure. Mental health is a, a major, major thing. But then also a lot of people uh, are trying to figure out how to manage finances. Like, so this is a big thing at the moment. Yeah. And I think we can be completely candid on this uh, show. What the hell is happening? Listen, <laughs> like I was I was actually to- uh, talking to you earlier before we, we yeah. went, we moved up the, we, we got on air. Yeah. And uh, remember I was you how I went to the petrol station yeah. and the guy was asking like, do you want V-Power? I was like, what? <laughs> What's that? Who wants V-Power? Yeah. <laughs> Not me. Yeah. You must think, I want my, my bank account <laughs> be what you think it is. And, you know, and I, I think it's really sad because the people who are now entering, entering the workplace in um, with salaries that haven't changed for years. No, and they are being taxed. Taxed ridiculous. out the wazoo. Yeah. Okay, and it's ridiculous. Like, how are people supposed to buy homes like buying a house now is like a dream like yeah. it's unattainable our parents were getting buying houses and 
in, like your first second job out of campus. Yes. And you've already bought a house. And that was almost like a done thing and you think for the next generation it would be easier. It's not. It's it's, not. it's horrible. Like yeah. I never thought in my lifetime I'd see the price of fuel surpassing 200 shillings. Forget that. I mean by February they're saying 10 shillings every month. Like what I, I yeah. think we'll just really have to go back to walking and <laughs> get, like, it'll be cheaper not to buy a horse. Yeah. And we all know how expensive <laughs> horses are. Well, maybe on, <laughs> on the upside, we will be a lot healthier. But yeah. talking about that, when you look at, say, um, Matatu fares going up by 40 to 50 percent, right? Because yeah. of fuel. And then you have these crazy taxes on your on your salaries. Yeah. And this is really affecting millennials who haven't even got a, a savings yet. They've not even got to that stage. Yeah, I know people my age who are, are literally living from paycheck to paycheck. Okay, okay. And I know people my age who have just decided I can't listen. I have to be child free now because I cannot afford to, you know, essentially keep a child alive. Okay, let's have a quick conversation about that before we go to your first song choice because um, having children is uh, quite a big deal in mm-hmm. African culture and mm-hmm. Indian culture. Is that are people not having children anymore because it's so expensive or do you think that's also changing our culture is changing i think it's both uh, there's this you know this idea of you it's it's a done thing you get to a certain age you yeah. get your first job you meet your person you get married you have children yes uh again people are getting married later and later and later like i literally i can't believe i'm saying this no, on, no. in public well, but i literally just got engaged I'm at my big age <laughs> Say, oh my god we'll break that news but we've broken it yeah oh my god And okay hang on yeah hang on hang on <laughs> take a breath take a beat let's go to your first song choice and we're going to lead with that when we come back because i want to know who why how what happened <laughs> i want to know it all so your first cho- song choice is love on top by beyonce why have yes. you chosen this song um it's a song that has always made me happy from the time we came out in her album and now especially because i'm in such a happy loving place so <laughs> that's a song that just really grabs me and plus listen beyonce beyonce Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's yeah. have a listen. Bring the beat in.
Welcome back to Mindfulness Music and More. And in the studio today, we have Shira, who just before the song gave us an exclusive. <laughs> Congratulations, you are engaged. I am, I am. Okay, well, I know the person. I'm so happy for you both. Thank you. Uh, we're not going to say who it is because no. <laughs> everybody needs to watch your social media. Yes, um, if, if you watch my socials, clearly it will be very clear who it is. Yeah. But we haven't like officially announced it. And I don't know if we will really, but... I feel you should. Because, <laughs> okay, look, this is the thing, right? Um, you are a celeb. You have a great following. And, and, and your other half is as well. Yes. I call him your other half now. <laughs> That's very exciting. You've um, actually worked with him and he I has have. he has nothing but wonderful things to say about you. He is the most talented guy. <laughs> yeah. Um you're a very lucky girl. I am. He's also a very lucky guy. I he think is. you guys are perfect. Oh, thank perfect. you. So <laughs> and I love how you sort of bounce off each other on uh, social as well. Yes. But talking of not have not saying his name at the moment, and you might not announce it. If you don't announce it, mm-hmm. the media will pick it up because I've seen they've talked about your weight loss, your fortieth birthday, your BBC <laughs> termination. Yeah. How does it feel to have? everything out there in the public eye all the time it can be a little overwhelming uh you get like even when you go out in public sometimes you kind of get the sense that you're being watched yeah um it, it doesn't happen so much anymore but when i w- i used to do the trend because that was the height of things because that was kind of like the most watched tv show at the time yes i would actually like catch people trying to secretly take photos of me at the supermarket or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, like, you know, and it's a supermarket near your house. Yeah. So you know how you go to that supermarket near home just looking like, uh, just looking like a crazy person. Yeah, no like makeup, nothing. Like, like you probably haven't showered because you probably went there because you only just realized you ran out of milk freaking deodorant <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and milk and whatever. And so like, it's it can be a little overwhelming. It it you know just it's it's kind of like a fishbowl existence. And yeah, I feel like because I'm naturally really introverted, which people find really no, no, surprising. No, no, I get it. I get it. When when people meet me, they're like you know they expect me to be bouncing off the walls, and I'm the girl just sitting down and like kind of I choose to have conversations off to the side. Yes, and so then you know it can it can be a little overwhelming you uh, then also if you you start to feel this weird pressure of okay I can't just go out looking how i want i have to dress up i have to look yeah. nice so i felt that way for a while but now i'm like listen eh? <laughs> this is me this is me yeah all yeah. right like so i will there are times you'll meet me at sashit center and even you look at me like babes have you slept and i'm like not really no <laughs> but you've also you've also gone on to social media um like very vulnerable, yeah. crying, bare face, like, and, yeah. and so people are used to that now, I think, on social media, because yeah. we don't always put our makeup on when we go on social media. No, not so, at all. So do you feel more comfortable just being, as you say, me? I think that was a thing that came with um, age rather than, yeah, I think it's an it's an age thing. Once I, I got to a certain point in my late 30s, I just didn't care anymore. I was very much like, you know, this is who I am. I like being me. I yeah. like who I am. Sometimes I can be very glam. Other times I will really be barefaced. And also I wanted people to understand that this social media life that you see people living, like you're only seeing the trailer of someone's life that the highlight reel. Yeah. You don't see everything. And so when 
if if there's someone who spends like a lot of time on social media scrolling past, there's that tendency of comparison. Like I can't, what's wrong with me that my life is so trash? Yeah. And the people that I'm seeing online are going on trips and buying nice yeah, cars yeah. and wearing great clothes and are always glamorous. So for me, I think it's really important for me to show people that, hey, I'm Shiro Morioki and I really have bad days. Like, really have bad days. Because so, on yeah. the trend, there was a certain image as well, right? Yeah, and yeah. it was really interesting because when you came in here, I made a bit of a joke that everybody wanted photo- uh, your photograph. But it wasn't a joke in that people like, ah, I saw you on the trend or yeah. I knew. And people recognize you. Yes. Um, and they want your photograph. They want to be seen with you. Yeah. Is that a, does that feel pressured? Are you say it doesn't happen as much now. I find that hard to believe because mm-hmm. I think you are still very much in the public eye. Yeah, um, I don't feel pressure anymore because I'm also very careful about where I go. Okay, um, I've become a lot more of a homebody, so yeah. when I do go outside, I I have I actually have it in my mind that it will happen, and so then I just kind of roll with it rather than because <laughs> I've seen this happening with people, and I've heard about it where you approach someone who you admire, like can I have a photo, and that person is having a bad day or they're on their period, and they just like yeah, or you know and just got mind. bad news, and yeah. they do mind, yeah, and so I think for me being really careful about where I go and when I go out and when I'm having a bad day I'll just kind of keep keep to myself so it doesn't really feel like much pressure anymore in fact sometimes I'm pleasantly surprised when someone goes like hey sure Murky I'm like damn y'all still remember me okay (laughs) thank you (laughs) but I think that shows the power of TV radio and now social media I want to go to a sentence that you put on Instagram in June Mm -hmm. Um, you were going through a lot Uh, you said that life has tried to show me dust these past three years and I thought that was a really powerful line and you said and that, but your girl is still standing, something like that, along yeah. those lines. What's happened in the last three years that that Yo. life has been <laughs> just one thing after another? Um, first of all, right early in the pandemic, I lost my dad. Yes. So my dad died of COVID nineteen, yes. and it was and it was very sudden because my dad was very healthy uh, before then. Of course, he was you know a man in his seventies and he had diabetes. Yeah. But it was very well managed. Like my dad would be the kind of person to say, hey, let's go for a walk. He's walking and I'm running because he walked so fast. Yeah. So it became a running joke like, oh, are you going jogging with dad? He wasn't jogging. You're the one who was jogging. And so that happened. That must have been so. And it was, was it very sudden? It was very sudden. Like um, he was admitted in the hospital on a Friday and by the next Friday he was gone okay like it was so quick and so it was just a hugely traumatizing time and then we because it was so early on in the pandemic so there was just this idea of how burials were happening especially if someone died of covid at the time yeah um you so know you how couldn't spend time with him we or couldn't speak he he died alone like and that's oh, something that man. still breaks my heart to oh god i need to get emotional yeah i'm so sorry mm. i'm so sorry so he died alone mm. and that's it has always been something that really it, it it breaks my heart because he was the kind of person that was always there for everybody and yeah. there was no one there for him we couldn't be there for him and then and you know how um especially african culture and, and i know asian culture is the same just the, the farewell rituals it is and, is, and just is, being with the person exactly. yeah it's, yeah it's such a big part of the saying goodbye yeah and so how he said goodbye to him I, it, it almost felt like we buried him like a thief, you know. Mm-hmm. So like even the first anniversary, we really went all out because then we had we, we could give him the send off 
that we felt he deserved. So that happened. And then, of course... The pandemic was just not easy on a no, lot of people. No, and I think when it's when you've had that loss as well, yeah. it just exacerbates it. Yes. I'm just going to give you a minute to just breathe. Usa. <sighs> you okay to carry on, Shiro? Yep, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Yeah, so then we had the pandemic, which was really tough on everyone. It really was. Like... Um, First of all, I, I don't think people realize how much of social beings humans are, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. You need connection. You do need that connection. And we were kind of robbed of that for mm -hmm. more than a year. Yeah. Actually going on two years because yeah. I think the world kind of only started like to open up at the end of 2021, heading into 2022, I think. Right. Yeah. And also, but actually, if you think about it, Kenya was not as badly affected as perhaps the West yeah. and so on, but it's still can you imagine what it was like there when we felt it so badly here yeah, so and we were you know people were isolating yeah, and yeah yeah so i think i i think you're right so i think it was 2020 that it started yes yes and then 21 felt quite closed in yes and then yeah you're right early 22 i think we was started. was now when everybody was like which okay. is only a year, a year and a half ago a year yeah. And, yeah so it doesn't feel that long ago it really does feel some t like i think for me this three-year period kind of feels like it's lasted 30 years but also <laughs> like it's lasted three minutes okay. do you understand yeah like yeah it's, it's it feels weird. long but doesn't yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so and then was it at this time that the whole bbc thing happened as well so the um i my final day at the bbc was in april of this year okay but you know the, the conversations and whispers had started to happen and so there was that as well but i think the bbc thing for me was not as great of an upheaval because they were kind enough to prepare you. Okay. Um, and also kind of like the, the send off package they give you was not bad. Like okay. it's, it's kind of like a nice little nest egg when yeah. you're trying to figure what comes next. And do you miss it? I do. Yes, I do. I do miss working in a busy newsroom and yeah, I do miss it. But the one thing that I do not miss because right now I'm kind of like I've moved fully into entrepreneurship and freelance work. So now my time is mine. So I'm actually kind of enjoying that bit. But I think for me, the, the thing that happened most in the, the pandemic and over the last three years was I really had to reassess a lot of personal relationships, okay. a lot of friendships. Um, you know, I was in a, a relationship, a four-year relationship that ended in 2020. Was and that so, during COVID? Yeah, during COVID. And I think for me, um, I realized it wasn't a, a relationship that was a healthy one. And so my, my dad's death and everything that happened after that kind of made it very clear, like, yeah, I do not need to be with this person okay. anymore. All right. And so that was that. But again, even though you're the one who ends a, a relationship, it's still a relationship that's ended. And so Absolutely. Still, you still have to grieve that relationship. Yeah, the, and four years is a long time. It's a long time to be yeah. with one person. And then again, there's a couple of friendships that, uh, you know, it, I realized that it was time for them to end. They had run their course. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was a heavy three years, and then of course just being having to spend all that time by yourself. Yeah. You also <laughs> it really so, forces you to take a long hard look at yourself. So yeah, for in, for in terms of my internal my internal world. Yes. It was it was a really heavy three years. It did it did it affect your mental health? Do you think? Yes, it did. Okay. Yeah, in but I ways? think um, you know. 
those those a period of like proper depression mm. and that's how I ended up gaining all that weight because so that's really yeah. interesting so you gain the weight and yeah. then in the last few months you've kind of gone I mean you look beautiful oh thank you and, <laughs> but but I don't think it's about the weight I think it's something a, in you has shifted yeah I feel a lot more content okay. you see I, I, I hesitate to use the word happy because you're not happy all the time no right? no 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 we need to start using the word happy and owning it <laughs> you're absolutely right but yeah. you the human emotion is that you should be happy you should be sad you should yeah. be angry you should be everything yeah. because that's being human yes. and when we're happy let's own it and enjoy yeah. it because this too shall pass you know what thank you shalini mm-hmm. i am happy right now i think also it's, it's that thing for you know us africans that told oh you know if you talk about being happy so openly someone might come and give you the evil eye yeah. and yeah. whatever yeah we and have that like, we have that in india as yeah. well i'm like stuff that man i'm happy right now i'm owning it because i know that this too shall pass and exactly life life throws stuff at you right yeah so no enjoy it yeah i'm really i, I really am enjoying it like um a lot of people say it's actually showing in my face it's showing it in is. my skin <laughs> my no but the way you carry yourself i think it's very different yeah I, yeah i feel that happier. energy yeah, yeah yeah which leads me to a really interesting collaboration that you're on at the moment mm-hmm. which um i'm finding fascinating you've just released your first episode yes. um and it's called the undiscovered podcast. Yes. Tell so, me about it. So I'm working with the Charles Ouda to to on this podcast like he is insanely talented. His work ethic is off the charts. I know I've worked uh, with him. Like he's he, it's insane how good at his job he is. Yeah. And so um we started having this conversation at some point in 2022 like Actually, 2020, late 2021, Zoni said having this conversation of, wait a minute, like there are a lot of, you know, parts of Africa when it comes to arts, music, culture that people don't really know about, you know. And so because everybody's doing relationship podcasts, yeah. you know, there's everybody's doing true crime podcasts, which, by the way, I'm obsessed with. <laughs> I love I listen to them to go to sleep, which people think is weird. Like, that is murder weird. relaxes you? That's like, what weird. is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Even my therapist tells me, hey, Shiro, what's, what's, can <laughs> what's we, this about? What, what's happening? <laughs> so, and so we, we decided um, it's great to have these artists who are not really platformed as much, you know, ex- also experience parts of Nairobi that people might not know. Like people, I, I don't think many people know that there's a record store in Kenyatta Market that sells like, like old older LPs. LP records. Yes. Are you kidding me? For real. Oh my gosh. Like I bought an uh, Michael Jackson off the wall record from there. And you have an LP player? I don't. Oh. But I'm collecting the LPs <laughs> and then I'm going to buy the LP player. <laughs> Listen, there's a plan. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> there is a plan happening. And so um you know the places that you can go to to you can go have take your significant other on a date for under a thousand bob and you're going to have the time of your life and you're going to eat the best food people really? don't know this yeah no i think it's i think it's really yeah. important to put this out there and showcase places like that yeah the hidden gems exactly hidden yeah. gems and we're thinking you know hidden gems exist everywhere in the music world in the arts world um, theater acting you know and so that's what we decided that we wanted to showcase so yeah. great how has your first episode been uh, re- um like received we kind of shook by the support that we are oh. getting like well i don't know why you're shocked it's, it's you too 
I mean, it's great. It's great. Of course, we've also gotten some really good feedback. You know, like there's been le- moments of learning. Like, you know, we could change this. We could do this. We, you know, we could work on because uh, we had a bit of sound issues in our first podcast as well. So there's it's a learning curve. But one one of the things that this podcast has taught us is don't wait until all your ducks in a, in a row for you to start. Yes. Just start. Just do it. Yeah. Talking of sound issues, we're having a lot of sound issues today. We've got banging happening. We've, by the way, for people who don't know, <laughs> Shira's like sitting here going, "What the hell?" We don't have windows and a door in our studio today, because there's very exciting news. Capital FM is relocating after I don't know twenty years or something crazy like that. Yeah, I think more than so, more than th- yeah. thirty, more like thirty years. I think, I think it yeah. started here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, we're relocating. So the doors have been taken out of the studio. So <laughs> if you're hearing extraneous so- sounds. I'm so yeah. sorry. We will we will be in a new studio very soon. Um, Shiro, when where can people find the Undiscovered podcast? Okay, so we are on YouTube. Uh, it's the Undiscovered podcast. Um, I don't know how this happened, but we already have 1,500 subscribers. I don't know, but thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> you obviously are enjoying what we're doing, and then uh, we are on Spotify, the Undiscovered Amazing. podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Podcasts. We are trying to get on Audible and SoundCloud you and SoundCloud as well. And finally, you can find us on Instagram at the Undiscovered Pod. Thank you so much. Yes. So we will be back shortly after this next song choice, which I love. <laughs> um, it's kind of showing our age, millenn- older millennials. <laughs> no, actually, the reason I love this song so much is that I used to really go crazy dancing to this song with my dad. He loved Bonnie M, so that was our thing. So let's go have a listen to Rasputin. All right, great.
lusting, and his hunger for power became known to more and more people, the demands to do something about this outrageous man became louder and louder. Welcome back to Mindfulness Music and more. And look who has finally joined us. I am here. I oh mean, gosh. what time do you call this? I apologize. You are so Kenyan sometimes. Oh my God, I'm only Kenyan today. <laughs> when, when did we start associating tidiness with Kenyans? Uh, um, since I got here three and a half years ago, man. Since the, the beginning of Kenya <laughs> as a nation. We even started late. <laughs> <laughs> today is just going like anyway. No, t- t- today is fine. a crazy day. It's and then fine. look at this place. Yeah, no, I we've, I wish we've you had. Guys could have like a picture. Of I'm going to put it on at. social because I'm excited. It means we're breaking the old and starting anew somewhere else. Yeah. I'm I'm putting a silver lining on everything. Trust you, Shalini. <laughs> I love Shalini. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> look, we've got to be happy. As we're saying, just before you came in, Shira was saying she doesn't say she's happy because. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I said like, you know, you it's not like you're happy all the time. It's just like, listen, when you are happy, say you're happy. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, man. He just come it's in like, and got like, lambasted straight away. <laughs> then he said that. Okay. It's like that. It's like that video for hi. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so nice to have you back. Oh, I've it's missed good to be you. Back. Yeah, I missed you too. Man, two months. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's, six it's, weeks. Did, yeah. It, was it six weeks? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Anyway, I, mean, I kind of enjoyed the break, but... Yeah, I, I missed I missed the conversations. So we're back. We're yeah. back. First Here first one for, se- season, for six. season six. So there's a slight change this season. Instead of a meditation, uh, we've asked our guests to give us their favorite quotes so that we can do some mindful reflection because we never have time to really look at the quotes in detail. So what have you chosen, Shiro? Um, first of all, I love Pablo Neruda. Mm. Um, I think he's one of history's greatest poets i'm sorry i might be overstating it but i said what i said um and this one Own is called it, girl. yes <laughs> and this one is called love sonnet 17 okay go for it <clears throat> with your best radio voice <laughs> <laughs> go for it i do not love you as if you are a rose salt rose or topaz or the arrow of carnations the fire shoots off i love you as certain dark things are to be loved in secret between the shadow and the soul. 
I love you as a plant that never blooms but carries in itself the light of hidden flowers. Thanks to your love, a certain solid fragrance risen from the earth lives darkly in my body. I love you without knowing how, or when, or from where. I love you straightforwardly, without complexities or pride. So I love you because I know no other way than this. Where I does not exist nor you, so close that your hand on my chest is my hand, so close that your eyes close as I fall asleep. My goodness. I feel like it's, I was getting goosebumps. Wow. Seriously, man. <laughs> Seriously. Have you always loved this sonnet? Always. That's a good question. Yeah, yeah always. It just one. happened, see, you know, see, since see, she has see, a ring on her finger. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I was I've thinking it. it. I didn't want to ask, but I was thinking Why it. Why don't you want always. to ask? That's our job. Yeah, sure. Mm. I, I don't know. I've, 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 I'm only see, recently in the room. No, no, but you are the <laughs> nice one. I'm the one who's made people feel uncomfortable on well, that chair before. Nice. Yeah. You know, you you may know Mugashi. Shira, I don't know. I don't know if she has a different point of view. Me, me, you know. But, uh, uh, I, I just hope people know I know Mugash. I know him. <laughs> okay. I know <laughs> I'm kidding. He is nice. <laughs> so, do you feel so, this has yeah. taken a different meaning? I'm wondering. Um, Does it I feel think more? Um, no. Ah. Because I don't think my idea of what love is has ever changed. But do you feel this way about the guy you are now engaged to? Yes. Okay, <laughs> ah! <laughs> see, that's all we wanted. I, I think for me, the thing I've always loved about this uh, poem is because, you know, Pablo Neruda just talks about how all-consuming love can feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How if... And, you know, I think people might call this kind of love unhealthy where they love you so much that <laughs> your eyes close when I fall asleep. So yeah. people be like, oh my God, you guys are codependent. No. <laughs> Just understand that you can love someone so much that even when you're not together, it feels like you are. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's lovely. I love that. I love this line in here which says, I love you straightforwardly without complexities or pride. I think that's it, right? You're just that love is... It just is. Exactly. And even um, even though you're not super religious, even the Bible says love is not prideful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. I think when you just love someone, it's just essentially being two people completely stripped bare in front of each other and yes. still choosing each other. And yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. That's beautiful. Thank you yeah. so much for sharing that with Thank us. Thank you. Um, hey, Shiro. <laughs> I would not have known. Hey, there used to be a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I'll, I'll t- I'll, I have to say this. A lot of the... A lot. Of, I have a lot of women friends who I previously would have referred to as gangsters. <laughs> very, very, you know, hyper-independent, very, very um, self-sufficient people yeah. who I never imagined coupled uh, suddenly meet the right person. Yeah. And then you see them we become literally girls. blossom into something else. We become yeah. girls, like giggling. Yeah, but you know, there's there's <laughs> something to be said about that because I feel like I'm highly independent, and yeah. but when I'm with Amr, I'm it's very much I don't care whether you call it interdependent, codependent, whatever. Mm-hmm. I have we seen really, you and Amr together. Yeah. It's the cutest thing. We rely on each other. We yeah. are together. Wow. We love each other, and I do that unapolo- unapologetically because yeah. I think I have lost somebody yeah. that I loved dearly mm. yeah. and I know what it feels like not to have that love mm. so then to find it again I'm like I am not going to apologize for yeah. being yeah. And, and that's what I, I say when you don't apologize of being happy or being in love how lucky are we oh, very yeah. lucky 
very yeah, lucky. Absolutely. Right. And I'm at the that. point where I don't care if this lasts 10 minutes or a lifetime. I'm happy that I got to experience. Exactly. Oh, wow. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, happy for you, Shiro. Yeah. And, and thank uh, you for Mr. This. Mr. What's his name? I can't yeah. wait to. Don't say <laughs> it. <laughs> I will not. Mr. It's your, we know him. We know him. Yeah. <laughs> we. No, no. It's your story no, to hey, tell. Hey, it's yeah. your story to tell. <laughs> it felt like you were going to give a clue there. No, no, no. That's giving it away. Let's change the subject. Um. We're putting you on a desert island. I feel like we should with your other half. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> but it's just you. But, but it's just, just you. me. Yeah. If there's one book you could take, what it would what would it be? A Shogun by James Clavell. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's one of the finest books ever written. It's basically a story about um, feudal Japan and follows um, this woman who ah. is just driven by the code of honor of the samurai. Okay. Okay. So. And then I, I also the reason I put it is because imagine someone stole that book and I've never been able to find it in no bookshop. It's like, an old book. It's quite old. They did, they did Shogun, the film or series or something. Yeah. And that was like in the 80s. very early 80s. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and I was saying this when off air. Let me tell you something. If you're sitting in your house with someone's book that doesn't belong if to you. If you're sitting yes. in your house with Shiro's Shogun book, shame Please. on you. If you are sitting in your house with anyone. <laughs> anyone's book. That you know that is an act of terror. Return. return it. It's not nice. It's return not the kind. book. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll know it's my book because it's got my name and the date I bought it. Shalini can even tattoo the book. Mm. Like, <laughs> don't bosses. mess with me. <laughs> and if I lent, if and like, if you've got it, on her body, lent <laughs> this person. No, no, no. If you've piece. got the book, you've stolen it because I don't lend my books. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> You're a thief. Got it. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. We all feel the same way about books, huh? Yeah, for sure. What about the song? Uh, so the song that that the South African song, right? Yes. Uh, yes. So that song, it's you know how you randomly start loving a song because you had it in a reel and you're like, wait a minute, what's that? And then I went looking for it, and then I've just kind of been obsessed a little bit ever since. It's I heard it like three weeks ago, and I think I have to hear that song daily. So what song is this? I can't even. Is the name? Can't, yeah, we, we can't we, pronounce. We, we, we can't pronounce it. Scoody, Scoody Sink. Yes. Okay. Well, I get the sink right. I don't know about the scooty. By <laughs> D. Mutunda. Yes, Mutunda. Mutunda. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're gonna play it. So <laughs> we. I hope we find it. It's 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 it. No, it's it's no, definitely findable. Find it. It's, yeah. it's it's findable. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. You'll be hearing it shortly. Um, and the film. The Shawshank Redemption. Oh. Ah, yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Always. Oh, we are hundred percent on the same page <laughs> on that one. Um, I was actually kind of torn between that one and um, uh, Avengers Endgame, but that one it's my. Oh, you picked the right one. It's it's fiance that has tried to get me into the Marvel universe because he's a nerd, <laughs> but it will always be Shawshank Redemption. It's my movie I watch when I'm feeling sad. Yeah. I watch it when I'm feeling happy. Yeah. I actually have a video of me introducing that video to my dad. Oh. oh. And he was like, g- like I was trying to talk to him and he does for me. I'm like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> oh, so he was, he was he was caught up in it. He was, he was proper caught it. up. Yeah. And uh, how I knew my dad was caught up in something, he'd start like rolling up one trouser leg. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's a thing of <laughs> Do you of know dads. I actually get it? I actually get it. Yeah. So are you asking, what, why, are you doing, why are you doing that? Just like ventilation. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> they're, they're starting to feel more comfortable yeah. in the space. I like yeah. how the men get it and I'm like, what? what's going on here? Yeah, I no, no, it. but I, I, I don't do it myself. Okay. But I, I know my dad. 
Okay. It's uh, a dad thing, to, isn't used it? To, used yeah. to do the same thing. If you, the more comfortable he felt, the more you saw his shins. It's okay. like it's yeah. like the equivalent of when a cat flops on its back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so interesting. So talking that was the test. So talking about um actually talking about films, that's we put this in this season because Mugash is a film, film, film buff. Kabisa? Yeah. So I am. I love them. So you know, yeah, we'll be talking about songs and books. Yeah. yeah which is bo- books for me. me and then I was like films we've got to bring it in cuz you need me to have a ask about the film yeah i know cool. well, uh, but it's actually film or tv program because some people okay yeah that's right. yeah so. i'll give them that <laughs> again generous i mean thanks <laughs> um, you're talking about your dad yeah um he is the one person you would invite on an island yes. for a sunday brunch why because i miss him so much um, um <clears throat> i i wish i could share what's happening in my life with him i think even just getting engaged has been really bittersweet because mm. he's not there. Yeah. Um, just even the idea of a wedding without him kind of breaks my heart. Mm. So yeah, um, he, he gave the best advice. The best advice. And I also loved watching him eat. He, <laughs> oh, ate, wow. he really food. enjoyed food. Yeah. And used to do this thing where like, um, I'd go to the kitchen and make myself an omelette or whatever. And him, he has his food. Then I'd see him tiptoe him towards me with a fork. I'm like, <laughs> dad, what are you doing? <laughs> Can you sit down and let me eat? But then now, like, I would give anything for him to come and steal off my plate again. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What, did you live together for a long time in your adulthood? Yes, yeah. For the longest time, I kept, I kept saying I want to move out. And he's like, who's chasing you out of this house? Oh, right. No one has chased you. Bless so, yeah. Like, I got to spend a lot of time as an adult with my dad. And it moved from a father-daughter. Because I was always a daddy's girl. And then now we really genuinely became friends. So, That's wonderful. Yeah. What do you think you talk about during this brunch? Everything, my mom, the economy, oh my, the president, because you'd say you see, <laughs> you'd have a lot to talk about. I told you guys, you see, yeah. yeah, my gosh, yeah. Shira, thank you for being here. Thank I think you. next time you and your other half will come in. I think we should have that. No, yeah, we haven't had that. that. Yeah, we haven't. Had Maybe that. yeah, next yeah. year sometime. Yeah, you work on him. <laughs> he won't say no. <laughs> um, what advice would you give your twenty-year-old self? You will be fine. Wow. I like that. You I will really be fine. Do. Yeah. I, I really wish people would say that to us yeah. in our twi- when we were twenty. Ah, because I was hey, well, I was fine for my life. Mm. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. And there's so much hurry to be and to do and to achieve and yeah. and actually and there's a lot of angst. So much. So much, yeah. You know, every time I say angst, you say yes. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, every time I say uh, the word I, angst, you're like, I was an angsty angst. teenager. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I didn't yeah. have a name for it then. It's it's funny when we talk about the angst. Yeah. I, 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 I realized much later on that that's what I was feeling. Yeah. When uh, Chester Bennington uh, passed away. Oh yeah. God! Yeah, when, yeah. He, when, he, when he took his own life, mm-hmm. I had no idea that he had um, uh, such. Um, he, he was part of so many people's teenage, teenage yeah. lives mm. and and their young adult lives, and they talked about how he put towards the angst yeah, that they were feeling. Exactly, he gave voice to what exactly Ex- you were feeling. I, I was too busy being a born again Christian, just listening to gospel music <laughs> back then, <laughs> which was all about hope and uplifting. Yeah. And there never really was any real conversation about how we were feeling. Yeah. So all my angst, when you hear angst, I'm like, that real feeling that I could never acknowledge back then or didn't have a word for, didn't have yeah. a definition Yeah, for. because especially if you grew up in the church, like yeah. there was this thing of if you, if, if, if you, 
acknowledge that you're feeling certain things you're not being trusting enough true or, or, or you knew what was coming you knew yeah. what bit of event what, what bit of advice or what bible verse would be given exactly to you and no one ever let you kind of sit in those feelings yeah, so true. yeah so i i hear you on on, on the when, yeah. when i hear angst i'm like yeah man there's that feeling <laughs> that's the word that's <laughs> the one that i felt back then back then back then but uh, i think there's something important to that rite of passage mm-hmm. when i'm telling my 20 year old whatever i'm there i, I would tell them pretty much the same thing yeah. you're gonna be okay relax yeah. Yeah. enjoy smell the flowers but i feel like that 20 year old has kind of led me here so you know yeah Oh, oh yeah, so another thing. That too. Yeah. Another thing I tell my 20-year-old, please enjoy that body you have. It's the best it's ever going to look. Please. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy your smooth thighs. <laughs> You're looking great. You're looking great. Um, Shiro, how can people reach you? Um, you can find me on socials everywhere at Shiro Moriyuki. Yep. Uh, if you want, again, to check out our podcast, it's at The Undiscovered Pod on IG. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you. Thank you. Yes, we really do. Magami, how can people reach you? You can reach me on, you know, last time would be saying Instagram and Twitter, but mm. now I say Instagram threads and X. What oh, used to oh dear God, at yeah. it's <laughs> <laughs> I'm how about you I'm at just Zoom across all the platforms um, but only really on Instagram hey, and I've ventured into LinkedIn but that's a conversation for another day sure. <laughs> to all our listeners if you or someone you know is struggling with any of the mental health issues please do speak uh, please do seek professional help whether that be a counsellor or your doctor you can also open up and share your feelings and mental health issues anonymously without fear of judgment on bonga www.bonga.com this is a safe space where you can start the healing process. I have to say, I'm so sorry for the sound issues today. Mm-hmm. They are literally taking the studio apart around us yeah. as we sit <laughs> here. There's a door being um, there is literally, uh, I mean, a it's wall being <clears throat> dismantled behind and us and banging in all sorts. But there's a reason we are moving. We will be in the new studio in a couple of weeks. We're very excited about that. Uh, to play out the show, we've got Shira's final song choice. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I'm going to say Scooty Sink. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have a listen. This has been Mindfulness Music and More with me, Shalini Bala-Lucas. And me, Halfway Mugambi. <laughs> <laughs> We're grateful to all of you for your time today. Thank you for listening. And until next week, stay, stay happy, happy, be, be mindful. mindful.